Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. Welcome to your favorite sports podcast, none other than the Sports Bros Podcast. If I'm checking, this is episode 209. Yeah. That'll do it. Yep, that'll, that'll do it. Sounds about right. Technically, it's like 216 from what I saw from like our archives, but we're going to roll with 209 because 209 is so fine. Kind of like Formula 409. But enough of me trying to be a <laughs> low-rate comedian. I have two of the best calls in the world because you know I can't do this by myself. I don't know how Stephen A does it, but he does. Introducing first the Almighty Be Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? Well, there ain't much going on in sports, I can tell you that much. Um Watching ESPN and Fox and Fox Sports One and not seeing Undisputed anymore. That's I'm hurt to my soul. Even um, ESPN First Take. Um, I ain't seen um, Stephen A. He on vacation. So, but you know what we gonna do here at the Sports Bros Podcast? We gonna come to you every single week with what we can. Well, except for next week because it's the Fourth of July. And so we're going to take vacation. But besides that, <laughs> we still going to be right here with what we can bring to you. Ah, and then there's the other guy. And we've got to figure, got to bring him in at some point in time. I mean, he's, I guess you say he's a vital part of the show. So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and bring him in and see what we're going to do. Uh, yes, sir. This is hilarious. Like as you're doing this, be live. I'm watching you on Facebook Live. Matter of fact, be live takes a peek behind the curtain uh, at the Sports Bros. Pod, Sports Bros. Family with a live video. And speaking of the other guy who didn't have to cut the grass today, and just like me, he does not use the bag. He is the toughest, meanest, thuggish, ruggish personnel in all of the Washington County District. Here he is, the one, the only, the money man, Scotty D. Here comes the rain again, falling on my head like a new emotion. And that's why I'm here right now instead of later, because it's raining in Western Pennsylvania. It didn't rain for like a month and a half, and we are now finally getting a little of that trickle down out of the skies. Eddie, is it raining up in Ohio? Are you getting any of this? Hold on, let me look out the window. Uh yeah, it's it's a little overcast and it kind of rained off and on yesterday and then and it did rain some on Sunday. So uh yeah, we're getting it. Man, we're getting over in northeast Ohio. So we well, we got it all in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We was uh we got hail last night. Oh yeah, the little little, little, little ice rocks from the sky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was nasty. I I woke up this morning and walked outside. I was like, oh, um, my whole um Apartment complex is flooded. Nice. Ooh. All right. So, um, shout out to. Well, it's uh, it's officially summer. It's summer. You know, <laughs> crazy weather. The heat and the rain and the hail and the rainbows. All that good stuff. 
And wow. yeah, uh, B Live, you're right. Not as much going on in the world of sports here this week. Um, some clobbering in the college baseball world series and uh, some interesting things going on in major league baseball. Um, but we have that NBA draft last weekend. Cool. All right. We did have the NBA draft last week. And then also we got NBA free agency coming up as well, too. I think Friday, if I'm not mistaken, but. With that being said, let's go ahead and uh, not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. The top of the order. All right, let's get this thing started. Here it is. The top of the order. As Scotty D mentioned earlier, it's a whole lot going on in the world of the NBA. Just to let you know, there, um, you know, there's no secret, Victor Wimbenyama, Wimbenyama or Wimby. I hate that. I don't like that Wimby. It just sounds like, oh. anyways, Wimby goes number one to the Spurs. Uh, Marcus Smart, he gets traded to the Grizzlies. Um, Paul George is my goat. Brandon Miller goes to Charlotte. I think that's Michael Jordan's way of uh, telling the city of Charlotte to F you. But uh, it's been a whole lot going on. Uh, CP3 to Golden State. Draymond say he don't like CP3 like that. Scotty D, what the hell can you make of all this? <laughs> Somebody tell me something. Scotty D, what you got? First of all, does, do any of us believe that Chris Paul going to the Warriors puts them right back into contention? Do we Absolutely. think that at this point they are going to beat the Nuggets just by adding Chris Paul? All I feel like they did was got a guy who's going to be sitting in a street clothes with a really good seat to the Western Conference playoffs next year. That's what, that's what I think. I, I, don't, I don't get the get older, get Chris Paul's situation. When you just signed Jordan Poole to a big deal last year, really, he, you're shipping him off because uh, him and Draymond didn't exactly get along from the <laughs> from training camp on last year. Did not like that move. Didn't like that move at all. Um, and, and I saw that the Hawks traded, uh, was it uh, Collins yesterday? Is that who it was? Yep, uh, John, John Collins? Is that who it was? Never heard of him. It was breaking news yesterday. That's how slow story. Never even heard of this guy. That was breaking news for like an hour. Okay, so that that move meant absolutely nothing. Uh, Bradley Beal getting traded. Who did he go to? The Suns. Yep, he's uh, he got traded to the Suns. Yep. Does that does that make us like them better than the Nuggets next year? No. Nope. No. No. That 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 happened a week ago. So yeah, we talked we talked a little bit about it last week. But it yes. still, yeah, it don't convince me not one bit. It still don't convince me at all. And um, Wemby's going to the Spurs. That doesn't convince me to. I mean, they got that's years in the making to build that franchise. But I still, after all is said and done, all the all the huffing and puffing last week, I still like the Nuggets to 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 three Pete, and they've only won one. <laughs> wow, you said three Pete. Now you're finally listening to me. Oh, he's come around. Oh, he's come around. You didn't pick him to win the finals. Yeah, but see what happened was. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, you know oh, what they say. What they say, what, what happened was, you know what it's about to be. I, I, I had them in the NBA finals. I did have them in the NBA okay. finals. Fair enough. I had them much I had them much better than anybody else did. And then when, did. Milwaukee, and then when Milwaukee lost to Miami, I said Denver's winning it all. And I was absolutely correct. And come on now, Milwaukee. Like I think we all picked Milwaukee. Come yeah, on, I did. Yeah, we did. Oh, I, oh. I did too. I picked. Oh, let, 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 let's let's not let's not do that. Let's not let, do that. Let me ask you this one, B Live. Mm-hmm. The the Celtics were the disappointment by falling to the Heat. They had Christoph Porzingis. 
in a trade last week. Does that make them the favorite in the East? Do you like do you like that move to put Boston over the top? And if not, who? Once again, who is distributing? Who is the who is the point guard? Who who is the offense running through? That I'm like, okay, Christoph Porzingis had it. I had to go back and look because I I didn't know the dude still existed. I did not know he was on the Wizards last year. And come to find out, he has, actually had one of his better seasons, 24 points a game, et cetera, et cetera. That's not the problem. Scoring was never the problem for Boston. They will score at will. It was the fact that when it came push come to shove, when you need somebody to take the ball and run the offense, they don't have that. That was Marcus Smart. And Marcus Smart is not a he's, – he's, he's a point guard, but he is known more for his defensive skills he was never a distributor, and that was their problem. Christoph Porzingis ain't the answer to that. That's that's somebody else that could score the ball, but who is running the offense? That's my biggest question. And, and each championship team that we've had in the past five years, there was somebody that the ball ran through when you ran the offense. It was um, the Joker um, last year. Um, 20, um, 22, who, who won it the year prior? So I, you know, I'm not even going down that line. I'll even throw Le- LeBron James back in bubble time. Kyle Lowry when the, um, when, um, the um, Raptors won it. I mean, the ball was... Um, didn't Golden State, go State win in 22? Yeah, yeah, yes, they did. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. That was Steph, that's Steph Curry. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. It, the, somebody has to run the offense. And even and that that's a big talk right now because everybody's trying to figure out how much is Draymond Green worth. Draymond Green, regardless of how many points he scores or doesn't score, he has the ability to lead the team and distribute. And and the offense can and will do, um, run through him at times with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson coming off the ball. That's the reason why Jordan Poole is going bye bye because heck, at the end of the day. Draymond Green is the voice of that team. As much as Steph Curry is the star in the face, Draymond Green is that veteran leadership. He's the person that they look towards, and that's why Kevin Durant didn't last. That's why Jordan Poole hasn't last because Draymond Green's do like this. This ain't working. And you as you ask Steph Curry, you ask Clay Thompson, you ask Steve Kerr right now, who is the a vocal leader of that team? They'll say Draymond Green. So that right there, that's that's twenty twenty two for you. Trying to figure out, they're talking about paying him three years, hundred million dollars. I'm like, oh boy, that's a lot. But then again, I mean, that's the value, I guess, of a will he will his style of play fit at another team? I don't think so. But that's just me. I don't know ever what I'm talking about, especially according to Scotty D. But yeah, Chris Porzingis, I don't think is the answer. They 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 need a point guard. They need, um, is is it going to be Derek White? Is he going to be able to distribute the ball and have J- and figure out Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum? They both have to come off the ball. There's only one ball to distribute. They did great in regular season, but their chemistry just wasn't there. And the reason why their chemistry wasn't there because they didn't have anybody to distribute the ball. It, it comes back to that through and through, somebody distributing the ball, leading the offense, and then everybody can. Boston still doesn't have that answer. They still don't have it yet. So we shall see. My big question to you guys is Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, 
is it about that time for him to give up on Portland? And I don't like even you. I think so. But evidently, Portland's not giving up on him because it seemed like that would be the way to go. I mean, you're going to pay two guys to be ball handlers that shell out that kind of money whenever you need other other pieces on the team. I mean, I think Damian Lillard deserves to actually to get saying it. Do you want to stay in us rebuild with you? Because we got this other young cat here. You want to help him along or do you want to go somewhere and and contend? Because I would think that's what he would want to do right now. He would. I mean, he would look fantastic in a yellow and purple tank top. I mean, oh, personally, I think here, here he, he would. I mean, here, now, here, here. I mean, you want to talk about teams making a splash and making a, a deal to try to compete with Denver. It would have to be him. There's not many others that are going to push you over the top. It's is, certainly is even, not Chris Paul, Chris Paul. Is is he even allowed to go to the Lakers? Because isn't he a um, super max player too? Uh, like, he probably. Or, is. He probably is. well, I think I, if I'm uh, not saying, I, uh, you know they'll clean the bench to get rid of to, to get him in there. You, I, I, you, yeah. you, Mo, Larry, and Curly, get the hell out of there. Here comes I, think Dave Le- I think LeBron James isn't a supermax player. I think that might be. The yeah, case. I don't think he is either. So that 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 you're not you're only allowed to have at max two players. I know that that had some issues here. That yes, but God. I think Dame, like I would like to see Damian Lillard in Miami. Yeah, I think that would, I, I think that would be nice to see. It would, it would I, make a little sense. So, but it's this, this again. We could talk to, uh, out the side of our mouths and all this left the right because we don't know. <laughs> we ain't gonna know nothing for the next three or four months. But that's about as much as we could talk about because speculation. Yeah, you. It, Portland, you don't draft another point guard if you really want him to stay. That, that, could, that, yeah, but it could have been just a case of best player on the board. We cannot let this. We can't. We can't pass this kid up. Well, that's why. That's why you make trades and moves. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you, there was there was teams that would have liked to move up to get um Scoot Henderson. Oh, and then sure. on top, sure. and then on top of that, teams are also saying that he's still a developmental player. He's not ready to be there yet. So maybe they were thinking that. Um, Damian Lillard's loyalty to Portland would have him um, develop. I don't know. It, it, it's just a mess. I, I When it comes to loyalty, and as much Dame Lillard spoke about how he wanted to bring a championship to Portland, Portland did not make the move for him. No, they didn't load up on any like championship pieces. So it's they, they, they say they want to build a team around it, but I mean, how? How do you do that when you get like one really good player a year out of the draft? And I don't even know who else plays for Portland right now. But speaking of the draft, let me let me tell you this though. How impressive is it that you have twins that are in the top five in the NBA? Is that not amazing? Is that not unbelievable? That's and you know likable young kids too. These kids are likable, man. I mean, very impressive. Amen and all you. I don't even know how to say the other. Amen. Um, amen uh, and Auger, Auger. Paul. I think Paul was the brother. No. But, a U S U R like uh, I know. Okay. Azure, Azure. Not to be not, not to be confused. I call him with Paul. The yeah, it's my Amen name. And Paul. Paul. The, Amen the, and Paul, the Thompson <laughs> twins. Yeah, and they, I I don't even know what to, they, they they play for overtime elite. I don't. If you look down yeah. the draft, I'm like, what? Are these like like pro teams from overseas or is these G League or? I'm more impressed with the fact that the players that 
didn't get drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's my dude name? What um was a good Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy. He didn't get drafted. Somebody else didn't get drafted too. The guy um, from Kentucky. He was the player of the year last year. Um, was the Sonogo? Um, some from UConn. Yeah, the, well, um, he went back to school though. To, I think right. The UConn kid went back to school. Sonogo. Well, they mentioned that he, he was a draft snub, so I don't think he went back. I think he was. I thought it was the kid from uh, Kentucky was one that that got snubbed. The Shibway. He did too. That that yeah. He, he was. He, there were three players for sure that got mentioned. I'm see if I could pull them, pull them up real quick. And of course not. Well, while you're doing that, let me just comment on the draft too. Say so we really don't know a whole lot of these dudes. You know. I, I no. mean, we knew we knew who's going one, and we knew of him because he's been on YouTube and people have been talking about him for months. The other guys in the top, same thing. You just heard about the hype. But after, like, the fourth pick, it, it, they didn't run this like the NFL draft. I never saw Adam Silver go up there and say, with the sixth pick of the draft, the Orlando Magic select the light-skinned kid with the crazy hair. They didn't even show that. They just All they did was, like, say, Orlando just picked that kid, and here's a good story about him. And then they say, hey, guess who Indiana just picked? They, they like, weren't really showing the and, – and that was always, like, the cool thing about getting drafted is everybody could say, hear your name and I was on TV. Yep. Yeah, and they, reel and they didn't do yeah. it. They were like they spent while while like five, six, and seven are getting picked. They spent all that time talking to the the Thompson brothers, and then the next thing you know, we're in like we're up to like pick fourteen, and we're still playing catch up. Uh, it, it just the NBA draft, the magic is just not there like it once was. I mean, it, it's it really is. I mean, the NFL does a great job with their draft. And, and like I said, the NBA, the, you only get two rounds total, and nobody knows who these kids are really. So, it, it, you know, I guess there's only so much you can do unless they're trying to spruce it up. But as far as drafts go, eh, I, I I don't feel like I missed much whenever I, I flipped over and was watching whatever else I was watching. And I probably, probably the Pirates get smoked. <laughs> you, usually, <laughs> damn. <laughs> usually when it comes to the NBA, it's one, two, three, four, Five and then who's this? Who that? What's his yeah. name? I don't give a damn. Let's watch Monday Night Raw. Be like, did you ever find <laughs> what you're looking for, my brother? Yes. Um, I, I, and that's what I said. Oscar, um, Sheway for Kentucky, Drew Timmy, um, Gonzaga, Adama, Sonogo, and yeah, they, these are the names. I'm pretty sure if their names on here that um they wanted to be drafted and i i don't even know the rules anymore if you're able to like i know if you're, you're able to withdraw at some point in time but they were they were sitting there waiting to be called and, I think it's too late now i think once the yeah, draft that, happens you have to you're it's too late to go back to college yeah. so but, but yeah it's one of those things that they'll land somewhere g league and then They'll develop a three-point shot, and then um, they'll be ready for the um, NBA because that's exactly what they're looking for. These guys dominate in college. NBA's searching for those 25% three-point shooters to come in and just start gunning. Come in in and gun threes, hit 25% of them. The the world is on fire right now because um, Victor Women uh, Yama, during his first little official shoot-around, missed every shot that he shot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh my God, it's over!" It's like he's he's gonna be a bum, a bust, dude. Do seven five. 
He'll get. He, it'll get better. Yeah, he's nine he, feet tall. He'll get better. He'll he'll, he'll be <laughs> all right. Now they're comparing him to Bowl Bowl, and I'm like, oh lord. Oh, did, oh, did, really... oh, you saw that too? It was like, what can Bowl Bowl do that Victor Wembanyama <laughs> can't do? And it's like, shut up, just, listen. I'm gonna tell you about some of these sports groups. All right, here's what gets on my nerves. Right, the whole, as you all know, comparison is the thief of joy. Right. Right. We haven't seen what uh, Wimby can do on the NBA court yet. Right. We've seen what Bowl Bowl can do. So to an extent, you can make a player comparison, but it's like this. Let Bowl Bowl be Bowl Bowl and Wimbanyama be Wimbanyama. And then when that time comes, you can then make that comparison. Let the, let the dude at least get a shot in, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. That, it, that's it, why, like, all the, even us talking about it right now, what, what exactly can we say about it? All we can do is speculate, because fill in time, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, so it's like it is what it is at this point. Let's talk about something that actually is going on in the world today. <laughs> like, you know, like, let's, let, let's go ahead. And one, the one sport going on at least. Yep, Ma- Major League Baseball. Did you guys see the score? from the Angels and Rockies game from, from a few nights ago. <laughs> they scored in the 20s, didn't they? Yeah, like it was like... 25 to 1. 25 to 1, and they did all their scoring within, like, what, the first three innings? I think they had, like, an 18-run yeah. inning, a five-run inning, a two-run... It was bad. It was just the, bad. The third, the third inning, the um, Angels scored 13 runs oh, in the I'm third sorry. inning. 13, they were, I, think they're, I, I think they were up. 18 to nothing after three. And then it was 23 to nothing after four. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen in Major League Baseball. I'm sorry. You know what? In it, all it just... in, in all places, Coors Field. <laughs> well, um Coors Field, where, where where if I throw the ball, we're here in Ohio. If I throw the ball five feet, it goes five feet. If I throw the ball, <laughs> Five feet in Colorado, it goes 455 feet <laughs> in Coors Field. But speaking of baseball, fellas, um, biggest surprises. And guess what? I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Um, the Atlanta Braves, they recently snapped their 11-game winning streak. And I'm going to say the Cincinnati Reds at 41 and 38 are a surprise in the season. Because to be honest with you, I'm like, oh, boy, here come the Reds. They're going to be sitting at the bottom of the division. But as we know, it's only, you know, June, and we're at the halfway point of the season. As of right now, they're 41 and 38. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. And Ellie De La Cruz is hitting 333 and 69 at bats, including a cycle. Yes, in his very young career. And they got um what's my man named? They got Joey Votto. He back hitting the ball all over the place and at 40 years of age. And you know, the, the Reds yep. look pretty good. How long is this gonna last? I don't know, but it's nice to see, like, you know, the Cincinnati Reds doing good. Scotty D, what say you? I'm surprised at how terrible the Mets are doing. Mm. I was expecting <laughs> them to be better. I mean, that's a team that's highly invested. Uh, you, you know, they invested some money, oh, and they are funny. terrible. And and this, it's coming to a head for Buck Showalter. I think his days are, are limited. They, they've been losing a lot lately, and in a game they had pretty much in the bag against Philly on Sunday, a three-run lead, he didn't put any of his best three relievers in two of which he said were unavailable, I guess, from being overused. And the third, which was Dave Roberts, he's saving for the ninth inning. 
you can't get to the ninth inning with the lead if you if you don't use them in the eighth and they blew the lead and Robertson didn't even end up getting the pitch. They ended up losing it. And he's highly criticized for that move. Just um I I think I don't know, maybe show Walter's voice is not ringing true to these players. Maybe it's time for a new voice for the Mets. Um maybe show Walter's just a little bit too old school and stubborn to not like put the pitcher in if he's you know, sometimes you just have to think outside of the box a little bit and, and and go for it. And they really needed that win. That's kind of encapsulated their season, I think, a little bit thus far. I, I was expecting them to be better. Another surprise is that the Pirates had a good month. They've had two bad ones since. That's not surprising. The surprise was the good month of April. Um, B-Live, what, what strikes you so far about this baseball season? Oh, well... What in the world is going on in the American League and particularly in the American League Central? Oh, B500, you're in it. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Anybody? 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 If if the season ended today, right now, the Boston Red Sox are in last place in the AL East. And they're a half a game ahead of the first place (laughs) Minnesota Twins. And on top of that, guess who the Minnesota Twins have to play right now? Who? 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 The red hot Atlanta Braves. It's it's, it's, it's tough. It's it's a tragedy. And right now, as it sits, because it's going to get juicy. This is why September is going to be beautiful. I believe this year. We'll see how it continues to hold up. But right now, there is a game that separates the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Astros, and the Angels. And only two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. There's a, there's one game separating the Yankees behind uh, the Orioles. And the Orioles have the they're the leader. Yeah. The or the Orioles are right now the wild card leader. Right. Yeah. So, and then you have then, but then you have the um, then you have yeah, you have the Astros, the Angels, the Orioles, and the Yankees. Two of those teams make it in. Two of those teams are going home, and all four of those teams have a much better record than the Minnesota Twins. And then you throw in the Boston Red Sox as well, and the Seattle Mariners are only a game by um, game under five hundred. It's a mess. Yeah, it, it's it is there's a big log jam there. And no, I picked the Blue Jays to go to the World Series in our in our preseason baseball chat. And you know, the other day I was like, man, that's not looking too good right now. And then it looks like they're actually they're good. They're just yeah. in a crazy good division. Like everybody in that yeah. division is playing yeah. well. You you might just need an opportunity to crack the door. They could they could still do it. If the season ended right now, if the season ended right now, the Jays are in. Right. The Astro, the, the defending champion Astros are out, so there would be three teams from the East that would make it into the playoffs if the season ended today. So, here's a good I, trivia question for you: Who did the Astros defeat in the World Series last year? Wow, <laughs> isn't that crazy? I couldn't remember either. Earlier, I heard somebody say it. Oh, it was the oh, Phillies. I about to say, yeah, it was, it it was, was the, the Phillies. It was, yeah, the Phillies, Phillies got yeah. red high. Bryce Harper was hurt, but he was DHing, and yeah, 
My head, yeah, my head's starting to hurt right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm Phillies supposed to. They're supposed the defending to know National League uh, champion right now at the moment, they're, and they're, they're in the thick of things too. They're only three games out of the final wild card spot. A lot to be decided. We're not even at the All Star break. Right. Yet, but, oh yeah, we 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 got to talk about something. Yeah. I'm just loving the fact that as it sits right now with the All Star votes. That seven of my Braves might make it into the All Star game, and we haven't even talked about um pitchers yet. Nope. <laughs> and speaking of pitchers, how about that damn Otani show? Hey, he is just showing his ass this entire season. Just, he, just... He, he doesn't have to play anymore. Just give him the give him the M- M- MVP. It's right his. Now. Damn it, it's his. Boy, is he going to look good in pinstripes next year? I tell you. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you, just un- just go ahead and roll up, roll up the Brinks um cash truck because that that's that's at least half a billion. We we say be, we say be live six hundred million lo- or six hundred um, six hundred million loading loading. Cause yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he should get two agents. Whoever the best agent is for pitchers, <laughs> whoever the best agent is for position players, and you. have them each represent him as two different. Like he, he, should, he should get two contracts. He should get yeah. he, he should get a, a pitcher's contract and a, a a position contract, and then just like, hey, I'm doing both. I'm doing both better on both sides. And guess what? He knows that. Yeah, uh, he, he he knows that he is he is going to literally break the bank next year. And he's and the thing about it is, don't everybody else just is it's, it's going to be all right. He, let let him be the let him be the Deshaun Watson of the Major League Baseball. Nobody else should get the money that he gets, unless you're yeah. doing exactly what he's doing. Let I, he he six hundred million paid a man. I and Shohei Otani, we will be your official podcast. We just asked for point zero one percent. That's all. That, that I is, think I, I think he's going to be a Dodger next year. To be quite honest. Man. You think so? You think it's going to go down the street? I I, I do. I do because I think the Angels are going to have a hard time paying him, even though they're going to want to. I don't think they're going to be able to, you know, the Dodgers are printing their own money over there. And I don't think he wants to go to the East Coast. I think he likes California. So that eliminates the Yankees. Although I, I would be hard pressed to feel the Yankees don't make a big, big time pitch for him. But I, I just kind of feel like he's going to be a Dodger next year. I wish I had his stats, man. I'm I'm over on the struggle bus trying to put this dog on stats. But only thing I know is he's it's winning a, a bunch lot. of he win a bunch of games. He's striking out a bunch of people. He's hitting a bunch of home runs. He's wearing a samurai hat at least every other game. The boys back the a the MVP of I I would say of all baseball. But then you got that magical guy down there in Atlanta, Ronald Acuna Jr. doing some magical stuff, um, showing that that ACL injury you know really didn't hamper him like we thought it would. But that damn Shohei Otani, man, he he is he is something special, man. He is he is definitely next level. And as we come back here on the Sports Bulls podcast, um, Scotty D is going to talk about some awards, the ESPY style. But we're going to call them the Sporties. He's going to give us some categories. We're going <laughs> to talk about it. Stay tuned right here on the Sports Bulls podcast. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Oh, crap. We just got sued. (laughs) Back at you again on the Sports Bros Podcast, and Scotty D is going to throw a monkey wrench into programming, but a monkey wrench of good sorts. Uh, We got the ESPYs coming up, and um, 
just to let you know ahead of time, we ain't gonna be here next week because we'll be celebrating the fourth of July. Um, buy fireworks. Um, don't pull a JPP, and that's all I'll say about that. All right, just be careful, take care of yourselves, and be and just, just damn it, just 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 be safe. And in the words of the Almighty, be like cycle 2004, pay attention. All right, <laughs> so here we go, Scotty D. What you got for us, man? All right, so as you mentioned, the ESPYs are coming up on Wednesday, July 12th. Uh, we'll be recording our next show the, the day prior. Uh, so we're going to um, talk a little bit about the, the awards, some of the categories. Now, there, are, there are numerous, so we're not going to do them all. It's just, it's just simply too much. And, uh, and Eddie, Kawhi, I, I know I made you nervous when I went, da-da-da, da-da-da. So in introducing the segment, <laughs> I won't go, da-da-da. Da, 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 uh-huh, anymore. Uh-huh. I won't I won't do that. I won't do that anymore. Um, okay. So yeah, so they they are giving the award for the best athlete men's and best athlete women's. We're gonna save that one for the choices of the voices. We're gonna put pose that question to our listeners and we'll answer that one the night uh prior to the SP awards. But okay. like yeah, so this is giving you a little sneak preview of what we're gonna do for the choices of the voices coming up. Um Best breakthrough athlete. Now, here are the nominees. Caitlin Clark, the Iowa women's basketball team. Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers. Angel Reese of the LSU women's basketball team. And Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners. He's the one that nearly won the home run derby last year. Those are the best breakthrough athlete. Uh, who do you guys think? B-Live, who do you think or who would you vote for? And do you think that will be the winner? Um, I'm going to first off and say, like, I remember distinctly on this podcast when I mentioned about the women's Final Four and such and such. I got a lot of backlash from one of our um, sports bros on here about women's basketball. And now, 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 you, 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 that that guy, I don't, I don't know if he's down here or to where, wherever he at, but yeah. Now you want to talk about women's um, college basketball. Oh, it's ESPN. They, they, they always do this stuff. They, go ahead. Oh, oh, you're actually giving us the actual ballot. And with yeah, these are these are these are the ones that are on the ESPN. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. The actual ballot. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do this, and um, I'm probably gonna piss off um, uh, my Juneteenth community. But man, my my um, breakout athlete is Caitlin Clark. She, like she, she was getting so high praise, high regard, and everything. It is a team sport. Eventually, she won it all. But Caitlin Clark was the face of women's basketball. She would, and like to the point where the where the first lady of this country wanted to change the rules about teams going to the White House because she wanted to include Caitlin Clark in Iowa, which was wrong, wrong, wrong. And don't do it no more, Joe Biden. But Caitlin Clark, I'm telling you, she took women's basketball, put it on her shoulders, and is there going there are going to be a lot of young women out there. WNBA, NCAA across the board that will have to thank Caitlin Clark because she revolutionized the game and made it exciting and which will also make it more profitable. Caitlin Clark, breakout athlete of the year. Yes, sir. Eddie cool. What you say? Uh, let's see. I am going to have to also go with Caitlin Clark too, because Caitlin Clark 
was just out here handling business and making things happen for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Think about it. We would not be talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes if it wasn't for her. All right. She's one of a kind. She's making things happen. And is she, is she coming back for her senior season or is she? Yeah, I believe she is. Yeah, so we got to deal with her another year oh, for my later game cost, but we'll be all right. We'll be low, we'll be charged, we'll be all right. But um, yeah, man, you got to give it to Caitlin Clark. You know, not a slight against you know Angel Reese, but Caitlin Clark just did the damn thing, man. She just she just had us by the by the you know what sits and just <laughs> for, for those of you that you know for people that never paid attention to women's college basketball, you are now you are now watching, you are now invested because of Caitlin Clark. And amongst some of the others, but she's the one that that has all eyes on the product. I, I agree. I think Angel Reese gained a level of fame for beating Caitlin Clark. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Clark gained fame just because she was that good and, and brought a lot of attention. Uh, I was tempted. To, I'm tempted to say Brock Purdy because he kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and took the 49ers to the championship game, and whenever he was injured, they they had no shot. But I do think um, I think the voters are going to see a Caitlin Clark way, so I think it's a sweep for us. We're all going Caitlin Clark on that one. Um, I'm gonna say this real quick, um, Brock Purdy. Um, you you bad man because the 49ers traded like three draft picks to get Trey Lance, and now Trey Lance is probably third string on their death chart because yeah. of Brock Purdy. It's a mess. Pressure. Brock Purdy, hey. Ooh, buddy. Trey Lance may not get the chance to even see the NFL be an NFL starter at all. Like his window is closing quick. So yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yes, sir. Next category, Scotty D. Okay, the next category is the best record-breaking performance. And here's who they got lined up. Novak Djokovic. He won the 2023 French Open for his 23rd Grand Slam title, breaking a tie with Nadal for the most major single championships. LeBron James surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for NBA scoring record. Michaela Schifrin breaking the record for the most World Cup victories with 87. She was the Alpine skier, the downhill skier. And Max Verstappen for breaking the most record for wins in a season with a win at the Mexican Grand Prix. I don't know who that person is. He's not winning. So of those other three... Joker, LeBron, or Michaela Schifrin. We're eliminating the, the Grand Prix guy because he's not getting this award. We 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 know that. We know that. <laughs> we we already know. They needed a fourth one and they picked this one out of out of nowhere. But they LeBron's on TV on ESPN constantly. Joker's on ESPN constantly. Michaela Schifrin, she's not winning either. We know that that so it's really down to those two. <laughs> the Joker or LeBron. Who you got, B Live? Man, I'll tell you what, you 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 will not be the host of the SBs ever. I'm being ever. honest here. I'm being honest. <laughs> and it and it, it's it's LeBron James. It really is. Like and you you know I've, I haven't been the biggest advocate for LeBron James just because of his fans. But at the end of the day, this kid came into the league, had the like the world on his shoulders, like the expectations that are now placed on Victor Women on Yama, which might be a little unfair to the kid, but we'll see how it goes and whatnot, what have you. But LeBron James just broke a record that we honestly thought was never going to be touched. We it just it it was one it wasn't even in consideration just because of just this, the nature of the game. 
Like players just aren't they don't stay healthy that long and like is one of those things right now, just um a parallel. they the records that Tom Brady holds right now, they'll never be touched. I don't think they'll ever be touched. I I just think that it would just um Tom Brady and LeBron James are elite um within their own right. And LeBron stayed healthy long enough and has been a dominant force in the NBA for a long, for a very long time. And it's well deserved for him to be the um the points leader of all time in the NBA. That's the only of all time I'm giving LeBron James. Because the greatest of all time will always be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to me. But if it was arguing between Jordan and um, LeBron James, it'd be Jordan. But Kareem's my goat. I had to throw that in there. Eddie Cool, what say you? I'm going to have to say the same thing. It's a record that we thought we would never see, you know, being broken, no whatsoever. Because I think the year before that, didn't he break like the postseason record, all time postseason record? I so believe he, so. I so, believe he did. So, so with him breaking that, it was only a matter of time before this happened. So, I mean, like B-Live just summed it up. I ain't got to even follow that up. But, but nah, but seriously though, um, yeah, LeBron James, weigh the world on the shoulders, them big 250-pound shoulders from right down the road here, 77 South in Akron, Ohio. Um, yeah, man, he just made it happen. He willed his team on his back, and the team went all the way. I mean, it wasn't a wasted season because at least they went to the Western Conference Finals, and um, he was a big part of that. And, yeah, like, be like you think of the records that will never be broken, the Joe DiMaggio fit, uh, was a 56-game hitting streak. Yeah. Um, Will Chamberlain scored 100. I think with the way the game is set up now, <laughs> we'll probably see it. No, we're and, not uh, going to see 100. We're not going to see 100. We've seen, we've seen a lot of 60s and a, a sprinkle of 70s. And I don't 80. think we'll we, – we, Kobe, well, that, Kobe that, that, had 80. 80 yeah, and that was how long ago. And that was rare in rare company within itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see 100. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see a few more 60s. We'll see a couple of sure. 70s. But yeah, a hundred, that ain't, that ain't do this. First of all, they ain't even gonna play that long to let somebody get a hundred. <laughs> I think that one the one that got closest to it was when Clay Thompson scored 60 and three quarters. And they were like, nah, you good player. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you you good. There ain't even no need. We can't get them to play a full season. My bad. My, my no, <laughs> that that is that is true with load management <laughs> and everything else and in the words of Scotty D, if you're two for 97 for the field, ah, hell, just keep keep shooting. Keep putting it up. <laughs> just keep just shooting. go after it. All right, Scotty D, next topic. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm going to well, chime in, and I'm going to tell sorry, you that I, I, think that, I think that Novak Djokovic is going to win this award for mm-hmm. the 23rd Grand Slam title for the simple fact that this is actually a win, a Grand Slam title win, a championship a- achieved, whereas LeBron was uh, – I mean, it's not not to Long, diminish his achievement, but in that moment, it was a basket made. Yeah, it was yeah. a basket made in that moment. Um, I, and I, I do think that ESPN actually does focus a good bit on tennis, and we don't watch it as much as as they probably put it on. But I, I think for uh, that's an incredible achievement to win it, the the twenty third Grand Slam. I mean, what, Djokovic what, what has been not- a dominant in the era. Of Nadal and Federer, oh yeah, yeah. you know, to be oh. able to overcome those guys along the way and win this many, I, I, I think he's going to win it, and that's 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 my pick, and I think that's where the, the voters are going to go as well. 
And yeah, is it Nadal? Is Nadal still active? I don't think he had, he's is. going to retire. I think he announced his retirement, but has not officially. I think he said, I'm getting ready to retire, but I don't think he actually did retire yet. I think he's going to play wonder, out this season. I wonder if he, because uh, which one Which one is the last one in tennis? Oh, um, the last Australian Open? No. No, the U.S. Open is last in August, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Australians okay. first. They do that one in January. Right, yep. right, because they, they have a separate, their summers and our winter. Southern mm. Hemisphere, whatnot. Uh, because shoot, Nadal's probably like, man, I let me, I, I have a chance for twenty three. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, and, and he was injured this time and did not play the French, and that's where he does. It's where he wins his his oh, major. Yeah. So I, I think he's won his last one. To be honest, I think Joker's at this point not really slowing down. He's still that strong. Right. All right, best comeback athlete. Here are the choices: John Jones, who won the UFC heavyweight championship. Uh, on March 4th in his first fight since 2020. Jamal Murray of the Nugs, after missing the 21-22 season due to a torn ACL, he came back and played a key role in the Nuggets championship. Alyssa Thomas, the Connecticut Sun forward, won the 2022 WNBA Comeback Player of the Year after suffering a torn Achilles tendon. And Justin Verlander, who won the 2022 AL Cy Young and Comeback Player of the Year, after only playing six innings in 2020 and missing all of 2021 due to Tommy John. And he was part of the Astros championship team last year. John Jones, Jamal Murray, Alyssa Thomas, Justin Verlander. Eddie, I'm going to let you pick the first one here for the best comeback athlete. Uh, I was going to go out on a limb and say something different, but, but, I, but I might have to say Jamal Murray. I'm gonna have to say Jamal Murray because like like I told you guys back in 2020 and watching that watching bubble basketball, watching the classic slugfest between him and Spider Mitchell, I was like, I didn't have any favorite basketball players, but this Jamal Murray guy, yeah, that that's my dude. That's my guy. I like him because if if he can score like that, then, then you know, a full season uninterrupted Cobra free season, there's no, no telling what he could do. The following year, as you mentioned, was supposed to be that season, but then he gets hurt. And then, you know, he's been he played comeback. And so now he's 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 back and he's better than ever. It's almost like the knee injury never existed. So I'm at the roll with Jamal yeah. Murray on this one. Back in a big way. Yep. Be live who you got. Right. So my answer, I'm writing in one because no, I'm just playing. Right. I was gonna say I'm a I was gonna write in Ronald Acuna Jr. But no, my it, it, you know how much I've advocated for the Nuggets the past couple couple of months. It's Jamal Murray, without question. Like he he's a lot of players could could have just t- taken that and then not been the same. He said, "You know what? We got a squad." And he said, "My boy Joker been doing his thing. I got his back." Jamal Murray, comeback player of the year. Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to tell you that it's not going to be John Jones just because he was kind of a self-exiled athlete. He didn't suffer an injury or have anything tragic happen that kept him out. He was squabbling for money, so he doesn't deserve to be the comeback athlete of the year. And when he did come back, he beat a guy who wasn't very good, and he was fat when he came back. (laughs) You know, it it was on purpose. He put on weight on purpose. It's not going to be him. I could see any of the other three, though. Um Alyssa Thomas tearing the Achilles and coming back and winning the WNBA player of the year, comeback player of the year. 
ESPN pushes the WNBA quite a bit. I could very easily see it going to her, and I could see it going to Murray, who, for the reasons you guys said, but I think they're going to go with Verlander. That's who I'm going to because, well, he missed two seasons, basically, and then come back and helped win the World Series. And, um, yeah, and he won the Cy Young. I I think it's, yeah, I know you're a Braves guy. I I I think it's going to Verlander. That's my my pick. I think they'll go with that. I, I don't always think. They picked who I think it's, it should be, but that's who I think. And I like you that. said, I could yeah. I could see them going with with any either of the other two. I, I just I, it's not going to be John Jones. I'm I'm ruling him out completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm going. Yeah, because like you said, Scotty D, he sat out damn near two years, so that's yeah, and and got the Cy Young and went to and won the World Series. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of coming yeah. back for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we're gonna skip best play. There's just too, there's too much to talk about, and because I think it's Michael Block getting the hole in one of the 2023 PJ Championship. That's that one's good. okay. Best, best team. Now there's a, a handful to pick from here because these are covering multiple sports. So uh, you might want to jot these down just so you can see. Best team: the Kansas City Chiefs, the Denver Nuggets, the Golden Knights of the NHL. Mm. The Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA, the Georgia Bulldogs college football team, the LSU women's college basketball team, or the Oklahoma Sooners softball team. I don't see I don't see Dallas Cowboys on there. They won't be. Yeah, just like, just like you, just like you won't see my Clemson Tigers on there. Yeah, or the South Carolina game. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to see them. None of our nothing. teams are we don't on want to this see list. For nothing neither. The only thing I, only thing I have orange in my house is orange juice. But but go ahead. <laughs> All right, Eddie, who do you like out of that? Chiefs, Nuggets, Knights, Aces, Bulldogs. LSU Tigers or Oklahoma Sooners softball. Let, let's just say they have no shot. Oklahoma Sooners softball. They let's. They're not going to get this. Come on. Even though it was a historic season for them, I'm going to have no. to go. I'm going to have to go to Golden Knights. Really? Okay. Because you know, six six years ago, they said, you know what, we're going to win the Stanley Cup. Okay, that's a confident owner running his mouth. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. And six years later, they're hoisting up Lord Stanley's Cup. And is and is this the city of Las Vegas's second championship? If I'm not mistaken, because didn't the Aces win it one year and now the Knights win it? Um and, and the Knights but, win it. But it sounds like the Aces just won it, right? Did they? No, I think it was last I year. I don't watch the WNBA uh, enough in, to in, 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 anyways. <laughs> so 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 for them to come together and do what they did in such a small amount of time. Like what was it the second year they went to like the what the Western Conference Finals? And oh. then and then they just build off of that, build off of that. They got, you know, they got homegrown guys, and so and they want to stand the cup this year. So I, I'm gonna have to go with the Golden Knights. It's a long shot, but I'm gonna have to go with them. Man, because I I didn't look it up real quick because I I'm disrespectful. Um <laughs> The Oklahoma of the Oklahoma Sooners, fifty-three straight victories in softball. Mm -hmm. They dominated. I think they ended up fifty-five, fifty-six, and one. Mm -hmm. And they and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they. I, I want to say that this is their second year in a row. 
Um, yeah, Oklahoma Sooner softball. Remember, you just had that conversation wow, about how, okay. like, how um, ESPN likes to um, and yeah. promote more women. Oh, I think they have a very strong case of being the team of the year. Like Kansas City's already won; they they already won it. Denver, yeah, small market. You know, ESPN really don't even like small market like that. <laughs> and no, Golden Knights. I can see, I can see that a little bit. I just really, I honestly, I think Oklahoma has a very strong case of being okay. the team of the year. And I'm that sticking is, to it. That's a good. That's a good argument. You're right. Fair enough. Uh, I think they're going to pick the Chiefs, even though I kind of think it should be the Georgia Bulldogs. I like I like the football one either way, but I, I think I'm going to say that they go Chiefs. But I'm picking Georgia. That's yeah, that's me. I'm not trying to hear nothing about Georgia. They were really good. They had, a, they, they had a they had a seventh year senior play quarterback, and he still ain't graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> but he got drafted by the Rams, though. Or did he or, or did he get signed? Yeah, I think he got drafted. I think I think he went fourth round, or like in the fourth round. I think so. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. At the tender yeah. age, at the tender tender age of sixty five, <laughs> I, I think th- I think they're going to pick the Chiefs just because um, I think the I think ESPN loves Patrick Mahomes. They love to elevate him. They love Andy Reid. I, I think the Nuggets have a good a case as anybody because of how good they were in the regular season and how they just didn't falter in the playoffs and in the postseason. They they swept the Lakers. They lost what one in the finals. They won like you know nine out of ten games or something like that. What whatever it was, uh, I could I I think the Nuggets are deserving. I think oh. they're going Chiefs. I would vote for Denver or for the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, and I and I apologize. Quick correction: the Oklahoma Sooners were sixty-one and one. Oh. I do apologize. Sixty-one oh. and one. Yeah. See, they weren't nearly as good as you had us believe. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, we're we're, we're going to do two two more here. One, let's just. I think we're just going to go ahead and all agree on this. Best college athlete, women's sports. It's Caitlin Clark, who was probably going to win. Her competition is Jordy Ball, Oklahoma softball. Izzy Skein. Northwestern women's lacrosse, Izzy. Just enjoy your ticket to the show. You're not you're not going on the stage. And Trinity Thomas, Florida gymnastics, and she did have like a historic kind of performances here. She's not getting on the stage either. It's going to be Caitlin Clark, right? Yeah. When when Trinity Thomas of Florida, right? Didn't she have like yeah. the perfect ten? She did. Something? Yes. Yeah. And, and solidified. She has a chance, but it's probably going to be Caitlin Clark. She yeah, Caitlin Clark was like the. She's like the face of women's sports. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I feel like it's going to be just kind of her year at the ESPYs kind of thing. All right. And then the best college athlete for men's sports. Here are your four choices. Zach Eady, Purdue men's basketball. Duncan McGuire, Creighton men's soccer. That's Duncan McGuire, Creighton men's soccer. There's a hot contender. Uh, Brennan O'Neill, Duke men's lacrosse <laughs> i'm not making this up and caleb williams southern california football caleb williams caleb williams okay that's that's what i think too i think that's that one's gonna be a slam dunk on that one all right so <laughs> so tune into the espies on uh july 12th and compare 
our picks to theirs. There are, there are several other ones that are going to do like uh, best athlete with disability, best NFL player, MLB, all, you know, all oh. major sports. But um, best athlete with disability. Oh, yeah. you can bet. You can bet on that now. <laughs> really? Yeah, remember my pepper point last week? Yeah, as B Live told us last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Right. On the Special Olympics. And to those of you that have been on right. the Special Olympics, y'all going to hell and the hell. <laughs> well, that, then I put my draws. money on Aaron Pike wheelchair racing and cross country skiing. That's my, that's my mind. <laughs> the, the, we're not doing that. We are not doing that. Look at my phone. Draft Kings. Have, Go to Draft Kings right now. Because I'm getting to get a watch. What the hell is going on? Where is button that one? Yeah, yeah, let's get button in here and move on from this. I'm just going ahead. Fellas, guess what time it is? Oh, (laughs) get us out of the boiling water here. Real quick, because I feel because I can't because I don't want no hot hot water on my teeth. All right. Don't you do it. It's time once again for our favorite portion of the show, the choices of the voices. With that being said, hey old button, hit it. Choices of the voices coming right back on this train wreck of a show. Don't ask the Sports Bros Podcast. Don't even, don't even worry about editing. Get this letter right. Betting on the Special Olympics. Stetson Bennett, he a starting, he the George Blander of college football. What the hell is going on? Chris Winkie of college football. We really want to talk about it. But no, Chris Winkie actually played baseball and then came back or something else like that. I think that's what happened with him. But yeah. It's button. button. Yeah. Button. Yeah, we'll be back. And now, our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful land, Scotty D. Close your ears. So love you, Miss Button, for introducing our favorite portion of the show, The Choices of the Voices. You look, 200 plus episodes, you know how the hell we do it. We ask y'all a question, you give us an answer, and we talk about it. And last week I had it on paper. This week I spartaned up and I got it on my tablet. That good old boy. $150 uh, Walmart tablet with the world's worst battery. But anyways, the words of the almighty <laughs> be live, I digress. Scotty D, what's on tap for this week's Choices of the Voices? All right, this week we just asked you to tell us who you think, what athlete, past or present, did you just think was super cool? Who was your Fonzie, the cool athlete on your on your list? And I said you could give us one or two, and I think we did get one or two answers already, cool. Yep, we got one or two. We got more than one or two. And let me clear my throat. <laughs> so here we go, all right? Tony Bogan, uh, also a uh, shout out to Tony Bogan. Uh, check out his podcast, the Tapped In With Tony podcast. Tony talking to everybody, all right? Tony, yeah, talk, is. Tony is talking to everybody. Hopefully, Tony uh, will get us. We'll get all three of us on soon. We'll have an episode of Ooh. Tapped In with Tony, featuring the Sports Bros podcast. All right, all right. So here we go. Tony Bogan. He said, "I would have to say that Jer- Derek Jeter is one of the coolest athletes I've ever seen. Even though he played for the Yankees, and I wasn't their biggest fan, I saw the Captain documentary, and he was the man back in the '90s. So we got one for Derek Jeter." Quick shout out answer. to quick shout out to Big Poppy, um, David Ortiz <laughs> for getting Derek Jeter a Red Sox. <laughs> that was that oh. I I enjoyed that so much. He just threw it. He, he threw it. He's like, the hell with this. <laughs> F your couch. F your couch. <laughs> did, you see, did you did you did see, you see that? that? 
I did not know. Oh, oh. Um, it was it was it was when they were in London um for the, the this past weekend for the same. It was Derek Jeter's first like brought it was his broadcast premiere, and Dave Ortiz got a present for him, and it was a Boston Red Sox jersey with Jeter's name on the back of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Jeter was like, and just, <laughs> he just he's like, oh, well, it's been nice with you. Just to be the Didn't last. give it a second look, huh? No. Yeah, no. Because he's too cool the- for that. Yeah. Hey, he looked at turned yeah, around. would have put it on. Yeah. Hey, uh, what I was about, I, damn, I was about to say something, but I forgot. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Scotty, it's funny as hell. Oh, the well, thing Peter about it was, was Mr. Cool on the field too, though. I mean, yeah. he was he was a he was a cool cat, Mr. New York. Yeah, Derek Jeter gave him that Booker T look. <laughs> I said, "Oh boy, yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised you don't punch him when the camera is turned off." <laughs> All right, we got Joel Turner. He said, "Joe Willie Namath is his favorite all time. The one that guaranteed wore a wool coat and wanted to kiss Susie Colbert in the mouth on TV." Still cool. He's still cool. <laughs> He's still cool. Fur coat uh, on the uh, sideline with shades. Hollywood. <laughs> he, he, he's doing those. Um, AARP Deluxe Junior commercials. But anyways, <laughs> uh, a Hall of Famer, Uncle Max, he said he always thought Dennis Rodman was cool. Dennis now, Rodman see, this surprises me. I mean, that's a good answer, but I really thought Max would have picked Joe Namath or somebody from, like, the Leather Helmet era. Wow. Some, some of, one of those guys. See, I, you, okay, you notice I didn't say nothing. Almost I fell out of the chair. Almost fell out of the chair. I, I, I'm not part of these shenanigans. He said that. Like <laughs> Red Grange or <laughs> Crazy Legs. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Legs Hirsch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Crazy Legs Hirsch. Wait a minute. Uncle Max, oh. if, Uncle Max, if you're listening, was it Crazy Leg Hirsch in some movies? I think he was. He might have been. Um, Uncle Max, if you're watching me behind the scenes live, Scotty D's being mad disrespectful. I had nothing to do with it. I want to look at you. Right. I'm just I reading to. the lines be live right for me for the week. You are the And the golden shovel award goes to SB. Cling. All right, here we go. We got Tom Wynn. He says, for us folks in the Namath era from the Northeast, Walt Clyde Frazier. Ain't he doing them yeah. um, mustache commercials with Keith uh, Hernandez? Just for yeah, I just always picture him with the with the chops and yeah. the like leather jacket <laughs> or the, the like the fur kind of jacket. Yeah. Yep. Clyde Frazier was a cool, cool dude. Yep. All right. We got the one and only, the man himself, Trey. Oh, here we go. Trade this one. He says Dak Prescott is pretty cool. All right. <laughs> all right. He gets on these streaks where he's throwing the ball so he's throwing the ball so cold, I could freeze the sun on his spirals. He's really cool at falling down whatever somebody pressures him instead of escaping the sack. He's really cool at losing to the 49ers in the playoffs because he can't throw the ball to his own team. He does so many cool things that I wish he would just retire from football and just focus on all the cool things he does off the field. Ladies and gentlemen, Trey Duke. Trey Duke. Okay. <laughs> Very good. All right. We got uh, I, I would say this, though. That um, Prescott does have those um, sleep number commercials. And I guess you throw in a little Stuart Scott. Yeah, I'm cooler than the other side of the pillow, oh, you know. <laughs> Scott, Scott D had to go to Scott Hall and get a toothpick in his mouth. I'm not trying to hear that. All right, so 
All right, we got Brian Lavelle. He says one word, three letters, Ali. Mohammed. Butterfly sing like a bee. Oh, yeah, he's a master. Like, he was the original, like, craftsman on the mic. Oh, oh he, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was the he was the innovator. He was your oh, favorite. Yeah. He was your favorite rappers, favorite rappers, favorite rappers, favorite rappers, favorite rapper. Let's see, did I go back five times? 50 times? <laughs> okay, yeah, I got you. All right, we got Jeffrey Lewis. Shout out to Jeffrey Lewis, man, who's being very active in our group chat and in the group as well, too. Jeffrey Lewis says, Dion, the top of the list for sure for the most swaggerous. Peyton, as in Peyton Manning, sure had his ways as he led the Colts and Allen Iverson. He was the man for sure. Too cool for school. So he gave us a trifecta of Deion Sanders, Peyton Manning, and Allen Iverson. And we talk about practice. All right. <laughs> Iverson was really cool. Iverson was cool. Yeah, he, he was. Dion was like the epitome of cool. I never yeah. thought Peyton Manning was cool. I think he's funny, but I thought he was a nerd. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, Man Peyton Manning is funny because he's yes, because he's corny. Like he's like, yes, and I guess I, I guess maybe he, like he, he's one of your daddy's friends that, that's telling jokes all the time. And I guess yeah. because we think of him a different way, like his personality coming out, especially like when him and his brother on Monday Night Football and the commercial that he does. I can, yeah, you know what? I like that answer. Peyton Manning, you're cool to me. I, I like that answer. I like yeah. that. <laughs> he was kind of dorky, but that was part of the charm of it. That because. Uh, on the football field, he was incredibly cool. He was phenomenal. But, you know, if, if you stand him and Tom Brady next to one another, one of those guys is the dude that all the chicks want. The other one is the guy that everybody wants to be friends with because he's not quite as cool as, as the other. And we know which one's which. Okay. Right. AKA, this one gets all the chicks. And this one, hey, man, let me copy off a homework, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what that is. The, the right. smart friend zone guy. Yeah, but but I think with, <laughs> but I think with Peyton Manning now, I think the reason why people find him so funny, like you know, probably probably you know, there's some women that find him funny, like he's that funny nerd, like oh my god, he's Peyton Manning. <laughs> but you know, um, last but not least, we got Maddie Ice, Martin Tracy. He says Ken Griffey Jr., LT, and Derek Sanderson, and Derek Sanderson is who is Derek Sanderson? I think he gave an explanation of it, didn't he? Didn't I see? He, you know what? He might have, and I, I, you know what? I didn't see it. You know what? I'm just gonna because he was a yeah, hockey was, player. Derek Sanderson. I thought that, I thought it was Jeff hockey, Sanderson, ho hockey player. I thought it was Jeff Sanderson from the Northwest Territories, Hay River, to be exact. Nick, nicknamed Turk, a yeah. Canadian former professional ice hockey, played for the Bruins uh, and Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. Okay, I could I could see he uh, he old. I could see <laughs> I could I could see where um I could see he he he's, got a couple he's cool because he, he says he is. <laughs> he's got a couple black and white pictures where he he, he got the slick down hair and looking like um um Burt Reynolds and, and did, did, I don't know. Did, 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 does he have the big Lanny McDonald mustache? Remember him, Scotty D. Lanny McDonald? He does have a, a stash. Okay, yeah, he, he does, does. now. Um, okay, old Bruin. Uh, I and I, I like the Ken Griffey Jr. answer. Yeah, Lanny McDonald was cool, by the way. But go ahead, Scotty D. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just say Jr. was you know batting practice with the hat backwards. Yep. And just 
just that cool confidence. I, I, yeah, King Griffey Jr. is very cool. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so shout out to Tony, Joel, Matt, Uncle Max, Tom, Wynn, Trey Dizzle, Brian Lavelle, Jeffrey Lewis, and Martin Matty Ice Tracy for their participation in this week's Choices of the Voices. Scotty D, um, who you got? Hard not to say prime time. Yeah. And Godspeed to prime time because yes. of his recent surgery with the blood clots and mm. getting his, his toes fixed and all that. He was he was so swagger with the jewelry and the sunglasses. He was always cool. Um, and modern day uh, of the current athletes, I, I think Joe Burrow is pretty cool. I'm a, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I think he's cool on the field and cool off the field. love Joe Burrow. But I got to say. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody more cool than Dennis Rodman in his, in his heyday. Dennis yeah. Rodman with a different color of hair, with the broads, with the cigars, wearing the NWO t-shirt and, and fighting in the, for the, in the WCW. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing he didn't do back in those days. That wasn't cool. Get getting into it on the court with the mailman, getting under everyone's skin, winning championships, drinking. I mean, <laughs> all that stuff. Dennis Rodman was super, super cool. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan went and got him from Las Vegas, and then Michael yeah, Jordan opened the door. And like, who was that peeking under the Carmen Electra? Was Carmen Electra? And he was like, Dennis, <laughs> bring your ass, Carmen, call me, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I will definitely um, um, follow suit when I um, say that Allen Iverson, Jeffrey Lewis, when he said Allen Iverson. They changed the rules of they changed the dress code in the NBA because of Allen Iverson. Like they because Allen Iverson was that cool. Like I, I don't understand. I'm mad right now. I I want to go to I want to go to the athletic store right now and buy me some baggy basketball shorts. That was style. <laughs> that was that was and man, between Fab Five, AI, Braden the Pro, man, he was a trendsetter game changer. They changed the dress code in the NBA because of Allen Iverson. But my coolest, come on, bro. He's, there's nothing that this dude hasn't done. I'm still trying to figure out how he became a sheriff. But Shaquille O'Neal, like what has he not done? He's pretty cool. He's got tenure in Las Vegas as a DJ. <laughs> like... And he's a really good DJ, by the way. It's not something like yeah. he's a really good DJ. Like it's not something just a fly by night or anything. He's been, he's better. He's been a professional wrestler. <laughs> like, yeah, everything. He's, MMA does MMA. Yeah, that's like he. I mean, Papa John's. Yeah, right. Four down rims. <laughs> yeah. Inside the NBA, just like this nothing that he 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 hasn't done, and like. Well, yeah, Shaquille Put out O'Neal. rap albums, movies, <laughs> <laughs> everything. It just what was it was a Kazam, like yep. he, yeah, he, blue like, chips. I mean, he's done it. He he's done a, a lot. He, he was a superhero. Like who else was a superhero? Like even Michael Jordan wasn't even really a superhero. He just played basketball yeah. against some aliens. It's yeah. <laughs> yes. Nick Nat Shark Attack. It, give the dog a bone. Yeah. And just and, just, and it is, and it is not the Mandela effect. There is Kazam that Shaquille O'Neal was a part of, and then there was Shazam that Sinbad was. That that those are two actual movies. People don't believe it. Those are actually true. 
But uh, Shaquille O'Neal Shaq. How many nicknames did Shaquille O'Neal have? <laughs> the, right. big, the big cat is the big Aristotle, uh, the big and Diesel, Shaq Diesel, yeah. Shaq and Demas, um, Shaq Squatch, Shaq and a half, Shaq Nasty, Shrimp Salad, Shrimp Stew, Shrimp. <laughs> Jack was just Jack is that dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah, Eddie Cool. What what you got? Who who's your, who's your coolest athlete? All right, so two of the three gentlemen that were mentioned throughout this, I at one point owned their jerseys, and I at one point owned uh one of their video games. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq is just what what what, what can be said about Shaq that has not already been said. <laughs> the, 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 like, hell y'all done said it movies TVs, <laughs> shoot past slam the big chicken he done had a bunch of podcasts he done um 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 throwing a chicken bone at charles barkley fat ass it's, it's, <laughs> it's just it's it's just it's shack is the epitome of cool man like you gotta think about like we grew up on shack like from what from 91 until like Shaq has been relevant for a very, very long time. Still I mean, is. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. He, I mean, he, matter of fact, recently he did a song with Zero by the name of Stop the Rain, and he still got it on the mic. He dropped a freestyle a while back. So Shaq is just, uh, it, it's just all around cool. And like, what also makes him cool is that the, the things that he does for people, like he just walks around in the stores and he saw a struggling mama. She needed to buy some laptops. He didn't think twice. Here, take it. Don't worry about it. And then he saw there was this video of a little kid. They were at an event. He ran up to the kid and he hugged Shaq's leg. And somebody tried to run him off. He told he told the kid, he said, "Come here, turn around, take this picture, and go on about your business." And I'm like, "Who does that?" Like Shaq, Shaq is the man. And then Dennis Rodman was just black alternative, not your normal black guy. He kind of reminded me of like. The rock band and living, uh, li- living color. He, he just Dennis Rodman jammed to the beat of his own drum, and Dennis Rodman was th- was that dude. The big furry hats. He was just, a, yeah. He was the Wilt Chamberlain of the nineties. How do you become a friend with a Korean dictator? Because like, <laughs> you're cool. You're yeah. cool. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can take your black ass. To cool. He's my friend. He's my friend. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. You, t- you can take your, you can take your black American asshole there and be friends with a Korean dictator and come back unscathed. That's that's kind of when he started to be not quite as cool. That, that's when he started to be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's a fine line between cool and crazy. Yeah. And damn, if Dennis Rodman can blur them both, Scotty D, man, what's on tap for next week's choices of the voices? All right, as I mentioned before, we're going to ask you the uh, your your votes for the best athlete for women's sports. Do your research on this one, folks. Your candidates: Michaela Schifrin, skier; Sophia Smith of the Portland Thorns. Is that a WNBA team? Don't ask me. The Iga Swatek, tennis player. Mm-hmm. Or Asia Wilson of the Las Vegas Aces. Do your homework on that one because I didn't say Serena Williams and Sue Bird and Venus Williams. Uh, those names are all, all gone. They're not no, on the list this year. No, no Diana Taurasi. 
no Diana Taurasi this year. Yeah, no uh, Cheryl Miller or any of those. Uh, Jennifer <laughs> AZ. Yeah, none of, none of them are on here. No Rebecca uh, Lobo. Yeah, I already know what Eddie Cool's <laughs> answer is going to be, though. Yeah, he no, goes, <laughs> no, whatever. No Jade Cargill. No, no Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah, no, none of them. No, um, anyways, come back. Anyway, that's who. That's where. If you missed what I said, just look them up. Okay, and then <laughs> he's, he's going to show. He's going to have a picture or two, maybe. He's, yeah, <laughs> I'll put the picture. Best athlete in men's sports. Nikola Jokic of the Nuggets. We all heard of him. Aaron Judge of the Yankees, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, or Lionel Messi. I guess he plays soccer. I guess he for Argentina. Soccer. He's I think he's a soccer player. Does he play? Uh, for, does he play for LA? No, he plays for Miami now, right? Be live. Enter, enter Miami. Is his name, yeah. Li- is his name Lionel? Lionel Richie, an Argentina no. soccer player. Those are your four hey, choices. Hey, the Joker, the Judge, my homeboy, or Lionel Richie. And that'll give us something to talk about next week. Here on Choices of, or in two weeks on Choices of the Voices. You got two weeks to try to figure out who Iga Schwatek tennis player is. We, we, uh, that man didn't say Lionel Messi. He said Lionel Richie. <laughs> Boy, Lionel Richie. All night long, all night, all night, all night long. He's gonna be the athlete of the millennium. Anyways, look here. This thing is going all the way off the racks, off the track. <laughs> Let's finish this show up. Let's finish it up. We'll be back after this. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper. Well, you heard a woman. If you stayed here long enough, we had ran you off in the last segment. It's time for us to go home and get what I call the hell up out of here. But before we go, man, you know how we do it around the pepper. Three topics, rapid fire style. Kind of, sort of, not really. Here to engage, educate, enlighten, and entertain the four E's in no particular order, right? And I'll go first, all right? On this day in history, back in 1992, the Dream Team, you know, Michael Jordan, Clyde Drexler, Magic Johnson, and all them, they beat the brakes off of Cuba in the first exhibition basketball game, 133-57, and Charles Barkley led all scores with 22 points. And this was before I was going through a chicken wing, your pet ass shack. So, um, Charles Barkley was that dude, though. Like, people forget that. (laughs) Yeah, for, sure. for him to lead all scores on the dream team, he was that dude. Yeah, and I think he averaged, yeah. I think throughout the Olympic tournament, he averaged like what 18 points a game. So Charles yeah. Barkley was not Jordan, not Pippen, but that damn Charles Barkley. Over to you, Scotty D. Okay, so the LSU Tigers are the college baseball world series having uh taken two out of three against the Florida Gators. Um, the name to remember from this team. LSU center fielder Dylan Cruz. Uh, on Sunday, he was honored as the Golden Spikes Award, uh, as the winner of the Golden Spikes Award, as a top amateur baseball player. And depending on what the Pittsburgh Pirates do, he could be the number one pick in the draft next month. Probably won't get further than number two. Uh, guys, I find this so incredibly impressive. In 71 games this year, this guy got on base all 71 games, either hit or walk. He's wow. on base. 
bat over 400 on base every day. Every, every time you play this kid, he's getting on base. Um, actually, his streak was 75 dating back to last year. So um, going back to last year, 75 consecutive games this dude gets on base. Um, I, I hear him being compared already like to a Mike Trout, which is unfair to anybody who's that young to be compared to somebody like that. But if this dude is the next Mike Trout and the Buccos – don't pick this kid next month. They're talking about taking one of his pitcher teammates and be very upset with you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> take this kid. Take Dylan Cruz. Be live. Over to you. All right. Well, speaking of hits and getting on base and such, my first pepper point is going to be about baseball as well. There's a n- nice little stat that is floating around where the most five-hit games in one season – by an MLB hitter, professional baseball. Ty Cobb had four games, four or five hit games in 1922. Stan Musial had four in 1948. Tony Gwynn had four in 1993. And Ichiro Suzuki had four in 2004. Well, this year, this month, Luis Arias has had three five-hit games in the month of June. Three in one month. These guys had four the entire season. He has had three five-hit games in a month. I think he's going to join this list pretty soon. We've got three more months to go in the baseball season. I think he's going to join it. Luis Arias, he's now fallen under 400. He, he is at 399. He's going to teeter totter around there. 400 is really, really tough. Eddie Cool, the ball. Dude's been on fire. Not going to lie about that. All right. So, uh, Derek Carr, uh, former Raiders quarterback, uh, he spills the tea about his departure, right? In an article that was published by um, the USA Today. And he also had an interview with the Fresno B. Um, he said that I was, for a lack of a better term, very upset. I was mad. Um, you can spend nine years in a place. You can have all the records. You can play at a high level, and for something to get away, and for something to get in the way, whether uh, whatever it was, the reason would be money related or whatever injury related. I would have to say, <clears throat> I don't even want the money. I just want to play two more, two more times in front of our home fans, and I didn't get an opportunity. So it definitely lit a fire inside me to keep me going. Now, as you remember, uh, Derek Carr got benched the final two games of the season as the Raiders were in the middle of a playoff push, right? But here's the thing about it. He said once his once his wife was they made his wife cry. He said, ah, that's it. I ain't want to be here no more. He said, once they made my wife cry, it was pretty much over. Carr said. Um, once they made her cry, uh, that was out. <laughs> he said that was out. But the love for my teammates is what probably would have made me do it as far as stay. But the way it worked out and the timing of things, I was just it was time for me to move on, but who knows? You never know what will happen. Per the USA Today and the Fresno B. Hey, don't be making people wise cry. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Over to you, Scotty D. All right, here's one that's making some people cry. Um, the ultimate fighter, the coaches this year, Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor. And usually when that series wraps up, the coaches fight one another. Well, Conor McGregor's last fight in the UFC took place in July of 2021 when he snapped his leg in a fight with Dustin Poirier, and he has not fought since. Um, last week, fans of Conor McGregor had their hopes snapped 
when he did not enter the USADA drug testing pool. Uh, you need to be in that six months before being able to fight in the UFC. And all reports indicate that Connor has physically bulked up, making us all wonder, why are you not entering the drug testing pool? Why do you not want to pee in a bottle, Connor? You're getting big and muscular. You should want to fight. Why are you not want to pee in a bottle? Hmm. Is there proper number 12? Is there some kind of juice in that bottle? I don't know. I know I sure would like to see him fight Michael Chandler. Be live. Over to you. He too busy knocking out mascots and wearing tight shirts. Go ahead, be live. Yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, I got a question for you um, leading up to my second pepper point because we all have respective jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm pretty sure some, some of our jobs, we've had direct deposit where, boom, this day comes, money appears in your bank account, right? And you pay your respective bills, et cetera, et cetera. Well... That doesn't seem to work out for everybody because mm-hmm. one one particular Arena League football team <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. Saw the money hit their bank account, but then a week later, the checks got reversed. Reversed. And, Back and the, money, the money disappeared from their bank account and now the Albany Empire are filing a class action lawsuit against former NFL player and current Albany Empire owner Antonio Brown. Boy! Antonio Brown, I don't know what you got going on. Vontaze Perfect, dang. You ain't had to hit him that hard. Pay these people, please. Eddie Cool, the ball. Somebody need to find Vontez Burford real quick. Like, dude, why'd you have to do that? All right, third and final pepper point. Happy birthday to John Elway, also known up here in Northeast Ohio as Old Horse Face, all right? Um, he was born <laughs> on this day in 1960, and he's 63 years old. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, um, Super Bowl MVP, the 87 MVP, the 92 Man of the Year. And as an executive, he was an, uh, he's an Arena Bowl champion and a Super Bowl champion when he won the Super Bowl 50. But um yeah, so that's happy birthday to John Elway. Also the latest horse, in the horse face. Yeah, they call him horse face up here. Um <laughs> also real quick on uh, my secondary pepper point um in the latest news with Zion Williamson and um the adult film star Mariah Mills, this heifer gets her his name tattooed on mm. he gets his name tattooed on her face. Crazy deranged over you scotty d <laughs> oh my gosh hey uh next week is independence day i want to wish everyone a happy july 4th and i would also like to wish everyone a happy bobby bonilla day because Ooh. bobby bonilla day is coming up on july 1st and each year bobby bonilla had a uh settlement 1.2 million dollars he negotiated with the Mets starting on Jul- on uh 2011 this brother's going to get that check all the way up to 2035, $1.2 million every year on July 1st for Bobby Benia. So happy Bobby Benia Day, everybody. Be live. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of people getting paid well after their time, Cincinnati Reds are still paying Ken Griffey Jr. He is the third <laughs> highest paid player <laughs> on their payroll. The hell. Ken Griffey Jr., third highest paid player, current Cincinnati Reds payroll. 
My third and final pepper point, happy fourth to everybody, but that's not how I do things, because you know I like to incorporate what happened. And um, just another stat that's been going floating around, you know how, um, especially the um, 90s, um, steroid era, everything's been focused on home runs, et cetera, et cetera. There is a, um, someone has been tracking every team's most recent 40-plus home run hitter. Hit 40 or more home runs in a oh, season. Boy. Oh, boy. And <laughs> out of the 30 teams <laughs> that, are, um, that are in Major League Baseball, 29 of them has had a home run, um, had a hitter hit 40 or more home runs. Yeah, I know who one of them is not. I know who is not at one. And Scotty D is wearing the the polo of the team that has not had a 40 home run hitter. You have to go all the way back to 1973 with Willie Stargell. The Pittsburgh Pirates have not had a 40 home run hitter since 1973. Three. Damn near 50 years. That's mm. 50 years. <laughs> Scotty D, Pittsburgh Pirates. So so Brian Giles on he was all juiced up on steroids. He didn't get to 40, huh? He was our, he was our, la- he was our last hope on steroids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but hey, but Barry Bonds played for us. He did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he had 73 home runs. Two facts. Like I, I probably could, I probably should have checked it. I don't even care. But come on, it's nineteen seventy three. Oh, oh, it could be true, could not be true. But it, that I was before it. we were family. We weren't even family yet. <laughs> yeah, I'd say two of us weren't born. The no. same. <laughs> you, yeah, I don't remember that much about that season. It's a little foggy to me. That seventy three yeah. season. Yeah, it'll be I'll foggy. Say, well, weren't, weren't you born in seventy three? Seventy two. 72? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Scotty D. Pittsburgh Pirates. Willie yeah. Starger. Captain wow. Willie. <laughs> yep. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another edition of this here Sports Bowls podcast. If you made it through this whole journey, um, Damn. you may be entitled to copy. 39 for Brian Giles. 39. 99 <laughs> for Brian Giles. Wow, he was one short. Oh man, poor salt the wound. Oh man, he, he couldn't even do it with steroids. Yeah. Trying to prove me wrong. I yeah. didn't know. I just saw it. I didn't. I, I probably should fact check some things, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's hilarious to me. And then closing, <laughs> do something nice for yourself. And if you can do something nice for someone else, they'll greatly appreciate it now more than ever. You Be a blessing. Of these face right now, not a burden. <laughs> this is a Sports Bros podcast. Uh, also, some sad news to pass along, fellas. I just found out via Twitter. Uh, the former Arkansas quarterback, Brian Mallett, has passed away. Um, mm. it's he was not, young. Yeah, and he is not clear on whether he passed away from, but uh, prayers go out to the Mallett family. But other than that, enjoy your 4th of July. Stay safe. Keep them firecrackers out your hands and on the ground. All See right? you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Enjoy your break. Be live. Take us home. Yes, sir.
Da-da-da. Oh, Lord, we're getting canceled for real. Bye. See y'all in two weeks on the Sports Bros Podcast. Hey, it's Eddie Cool here from the Sports Bros Podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, continue to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Just click the link in the description box and keep up with the Sports Bros Podcast. And once again, thanks for listening.